Welcome to College Sense and Sensibility, where we share first-gen tips for navigating college and beyond. I'm Yutende, with me is my co-host, Emmanuel. Hey, Yutende, ready to talk a little bit about Temi's interview and do a debrief regarding the interview? Absolutely. Yes, yes. This one I've been looking forward to. <laughs> oh, wonderful. And Temi was such a great interview. And I think what really stood out to me was just kind of the openness, the being genuine, and just the vulnerability that she really put out there. I felt like really connected by her interview. And I think it's such a relatable, relatable interview. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to let you tell me what stood out to you first. Since I have quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, number one is just kind of thinking about the environment, like how she chose a community college and having some of the struggles with math is something common that I've heard amongst so many of my students that sometimes that's the only class that holds them back or them being so critical about like, hey, I don't feel up to par. So I'm going to stop here, do something first, try to build my skills. <sighs> and that really stood out to me because she had the chance, right, to go straight. But she decided to, hey, let me really build my skills a little bit. Mm -hmm. And that kind of shifted things because, you know, before when she had first came in, we had all of these assessments, mm. all of these assessments, right? Mm. And it held, it held so many students back because it might put them through three to four math classes before they hit that college level math, mm -hmm. even though their major may have not been a STEM major, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, sometimes in my mind, I think like, oh my gosh, how many students did we lose? Mm, mm, that is such right? a great point. Because what, one of the things I was going to say is, I think her experience kind of sums up everything we talk about in a lot of ways in terms of like the connection of choosing the right major for yourself, choosing the right environment for yourself, choosing the right school for yourself, well, just overall wellness and how, how all of that plays into long-term planning, success, et cetera, et cetera. And so, you know, I think that's great. And for fo folks who may not remember, one of the things that she mentioned was how, for people who don't know, back in the day, like when I was in college, when you were in college, you know, students had to take a math test and then an English test, and then that would determine where they started off in math and English. And that might mean they're taking two, three classes before they get to the class that's actually gonna get them to transfer. And you know, you're right. Actually, we probably lost plenty of students because of that. And, um, you know, people who maybe one, maybe one or two classes short and they just never come back because it was too, you know, either they max, maxed their attempts or they just, you know, gave up. Yeah, I, I, in one way, it gave me hope that we're moving in the right direction in terms of how the community college supports students because we no longer have those assessments. Every student can, has the right to start with college, college level math and English now. And the goal now is to have students complete that within the first year. In, within the generation, we've moved <laughs> far ahead of where we used to be. Absolutely. And, you know, I do work with a lot of STEM students, so I always put this out there. And for all my students, maybe going into mathematics field or going or into a major that needs more math. Now, it doesn't mean that you have to start with the college level math. 
let's say you need some support, you want to build those skills, right? Typically, the educational institutions are going to offer those supporting classes. And that's where I tell my students that you really have to think about, like, where are your skills? Where do you need to improve? Because you always want to start what makes sense for you. But for a major that maybe you don't need as much math, right? Mm -hmm. So, for example, like I studied mm -hmm. history. So, yeah, statistics mm -hmm. class will make sense if I'm looking at some of the previous pieces in history and how to read some of the charts and things like that. And so, but I could start off with a statistics class and many times I can get support. And what I do encourage my students is to start off with those math courses right away because I always feel like math's like a language, right? Mm -hmm. If you don't mm -hmm. focus mm -hmm. on math right away, sometimes what happens or don't focus on language right away, we start to forget. So it is good sometimes, and I always say it really depends on every student, it depends on every situation. But it, bringing it back to Temi, like she was saying how she was moving along, but it got to the point where the only thing she had was her math class. And that is mm -hmm. such a challenging spot to be in. Because I feel like you're like, look, I've did everything. I'm doing well. I'm knocking things out but I'm just struggling in this key course. And that could be really unmotivating, right? I mean, luckily for her, a lot has changed in terms of what's required and curriculum, right? So now, you know, even if you, you know, we've given students the opportunity to start at college level, and then with starting at college level, they even have several different types of statistics class they could take rather than just one, right? <laughs> Which it used to be just one, and you had no choice. <laughs> you had to get through that. The fact that she came back, you know, I think for students, one of the takeaways for me is focus on what you did well. You know, returning. Most people would never do that. And she did. So that's really important. She did hone in other skills that were like, not specifically her major, but were related. She took a lot of mass communications classes, which was a passion and she enjoyed. And, and, and actually, despite that struggle, that's what kept her going because she liked those classes, you know? So finding something that you think, oh, it's not my major, again, right? <laughs> it's not my major. It's not what I want to do. It was a waste of time. But maybe that's that class that makes you want to be on campus. And that's that class that helps you build community. Or that's that class where you meet a teacher that inspires you. All very good even though even despite that and I think she even mentioned this in the interview that even despite that math struggle outside of that she really enjoyed her time at community college right exactly and I just love what you just brought out because you talked a little bit about those the broadcast and mass communication courses and just kind of working and even during that interview that's when I heard her perk up right like get excited mm. those were the member mm -hmm. those fond memories that she brought back and then once she transferred, though, like I, it's, you know, she took some time off, but came back. I always think about like, you're in a different mindset, right? She talked about, hey, I mm -hmm. want to transfer. I have a goal in mind. You're in a different place sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she was so focused on transferring, getting through her classes when she transferred and graduating. And she put her mind to it and boom, it was done quickly after she transferred and so I thought that was something that she just found the motivation in that, hey, once she passed that math class, she's mm -hmm. good to go. Exactly. Yeah. For me, I'm going to go into my one thing and say, definitely, I hope there's someone out there who went to the community college 20 years ago and didn't get their AA degree or didn't get their uh, or didn't transfer because they were missing a math class or they were missing an English class. And they happen to come across Tammy's interview and that inspires them to 
come back to the community college. My one thing is to always keep going. I think that is what my takeaway was, always keep going, because you never know what could change. If it wasn't for, I don't know if we got, I can't recall if we got into this in the interview, but if it wasn't for some serendipitous changes that she just happened to come across, she wouldn't have thought to look to see if things had changed. And luckily for her, she knew a counselor who said, hey, we have these new math classes. Maybe you should try those. And then that's that's what brought her back. And that one class was it. And she was able, and it was not that traditional math class she tr- tried to struggle through. It was a newer version of statistics that she did well in that class, actually. So that's the takeaway for me is that just keep going. And if your first attempt at the community college doesn't work, come back, regroup, reassess, build new skills, learn something new, and then come see us again. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm going to double down on that because I know, I know for a fact, there's so many students out there that didn't finish for whatever reason, maybe work on the way, maybe life happened. But let Temi be a source of inspiration who came back, looked at the options through a different lens, right? Because you're in a different part of your life. And then excelled, made it to the classes, transferred, graduated. Let that be your source of inspiration because I definitely was inspiring to me. It's so hard to sometimes just come back. She took the first step and then just went straight to the finish line. So that would be my one thing. All right, listeners, we hope that this debrief was helpful for you. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Additionally, everything said on this podcast is for informational purposes only. And Yutende, do you mind letting our listeners know where they could find us at? So listeners, we want to hear from you. If anything we've said today resonates or if you've got a question, you want to make a comment, you can find us at cc underscore sensibility on both IG and Twitter. And you can also email us at ccandsensibility at gmail.com. That's c-c-a-n-d-s-e-n-s-i-b-i-l-i-t-y at gmail.com. And until next time, keep learning.